The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to. My brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the Roger. I'm brother, Spur, just a I'm your middleest brother, Big Dog Wolf Wolf Travis Bark Bark Mackerel. Oh, this is Griffin Mac. The problem, Travis, with your dog thing is that sometimes I feel like Justin has set a, a delicious little plate of food, a delicious well, me, morsel ahead of us, and then you have to you you are beholden to the dog gag. Okay, I'm your middle-aged brother, Travis Mackerel. Oh, here I am. Uh, no, it's fucking done. I'm Griffin Mackerel. It all sp- looks like a busted sprocket. Kids can't. It's you know there was a moment in time, and it has passed. This is my brother. My brother me. It's a vice show where we help people. We take your questions and turn them alchemy-like into wisdom. We just wrapped up. A maximum fun drive. If you supported us, thank you so yeah. much for your support. It means the world. Um, what I love about the first post max fun drive episode is I feel like if any episodes are going to turn you off, like this is it for me, it's those. So now we're just talking to the fucking diehards. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like we've, we've shaken away the wheat and it's all chaff all the way down. Chaff is the Is it? We're the wheat. And that audience is the chat. <laughs> oh, well, John, there's no way so now, that's the case. This is time to remember who's hosting this show. Okay. It's me with my co-hosts, Griffin and Travis. A cool energy. The bad boys of radio. Yeah, it's awesome. We did a lot of hard work those last two weeks trying to uh, sort of uh, lean upon the kindness of our listenership to support us, uh, fiduciarily speaking. And then in the last three minutes, you've really opened it up and let a huge duke Consider me fall old right. man Peterson ripping off the mask to find out that I was a real creepazoid <laughs> all the time. Yeah, well. Nothing but disdain inside these rickety, rickety bones. Hey, guys, sorry I'm late to the recording. Um, what did I miss so far? Like, what energy are we bringing to the podcast this week? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you tell me. Are we, are do, are we doing t- like enthusiasm and gratitude? And we're that just- was last time. Now we are on. A, I'm on a juice cleanse of enthusiasm. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I don't think juice cleanses are supposed to like make the decency come spraying yeah. out of your body. Then you, I don't, my friend. I don't think you've ever done a juice cleanse. Hey, hey, it, ain't, it ain't a mood lifter. Yes, my friend. Yes. You know that a juice cleanse isn't like to get all the juice out of your body, right? A juice <laughs> cleanse isn't like I gotta cleanse all this juice out of here. Yeah, that's what I call it every morning when I squeeze my oranges. Hey, 
Let's talk about squeezing oranges for juice. Have you guys right. tried this? I All was right. literally just talking about this the other day. We I had we had some um some oranges from a recipe I didn't end up making. Yeah. Classic meat stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'm gonna treat my wife for Mother's Day yeah. to a nice uh what's the thing with the champagne and the a mimosa. A mimosa, right? I'm like, oh my dear, nothing but the best for you. Fresh squeezed orange juice. Flash forward, I got six of these motherfuckers littered in the counter. I'm up to maybe a half cup. Yeah. yeah. Buddy. Where are we getting all this OJ from, people? The return on investment, the ROI of fresh squeezed orange juice is very low. It's ridiculous. I mean, now, were um, you using some kind of utensil, Jamie? That was going to be my question. Yeah, I mean, I'm using a juicer and I'm no, getting a decent no, bit no, of juice. No, 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 no. Listen, guys. There's a reason God made our armpits perfectly orange-shaped, and it's because huh. he wanted us to use that to perfectly just you plop a, any any size orange, really any size orange. It's perfectly a little baby Clementine, one of those little halo guys. I love those. Uh, or just a big, you could grapefruit it even depending on your, so just the Can size I, of a boy. Here's the problem, Griffin. I've tried that. Yeah. But when I do it, and maybe there's something wrong with me, but when I do it, my whole body concaves around the orange. I lift up my arm. The orange is still perfectly inside you. Yeah, your armpit ate it like a Pac-Man did. Yeah, is that weird? It's not great, but I guess any way you can get vitamins in your system is good, uh, according what to I all the health What I started doing experts. here, yeah. I just throw the whole orange into a food processor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, grind it all up, all of it. Yeah, the whole rind and all. I rind it all, and then I just eat that with one raw egg, okay. whole one whole egg like a viper. Why can't you just cook the egg? Huh? I guess time. I guess Rocky's really lazy or really busy. I suppose the peel is like the bones of the orange. Wow. Huh. Damn. That's you might be like it's it's a skin. No, the, no, 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 no. The peel is the bones of the orange. I'm going to hit you with this. I'm going to, you're thinking it's the skin, right? Yeah. There's a lot of things in orange that could pass for skin. And I don't feel like anything else even comes close to bones. But it's the outside. The seeds are the bones. Well, you know, There's it's exoskeletons. <laughs> you know, it's huh. lot, Seeds are the eyes. So we have a whole fucking word for it. So rare. Yeah. Is the phenomenon that it is identified as an exoskeleton. But it is common enough. Though we do have nomenclature and it is exoskeleton. I um I peeled up an orange from my lab to eat. Um and he I put it on his plate and he picked it up and he said, What's this stuff? In that tone of voice. What's this stuff? And he pointed at it and he pointed at the sort of white webbing the, the veins of it. Sure. And he said, What is this? This looks gross. And I was like, Oh, well, that's just the um that's just the uh that's just the, uh, I didn't know what to tell him. Inside skin? The inside, mm. the, it's not, he was like, can I eat this? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I've been doing it my whole life, and I don't know if you're supposed to do it or if I've been doing a, a bad job with it. That stuff is kind of like the uh, central nervous system of the orange. If we're still breaking it down in comparison to the human body, yeah. I think that the little, the little strands that happen, like, as you break apart the, the little segments, which are like the muscles, obviously. Yeah. It's like the central nervous system. That's how that's how the orange feels. My I had a I had a um I had a, a glass of grapefruit juice. Yeah, tell me I, more about fruit. Now let's keep talking about fruit juice. I had a glass of grapefruit juice. I got a bottle of this stuff. Not ruby red. I'm talking about like original 
GJ. Oh, that's what people call it. The bitter bad stuff that I was drinking for my health. Sure. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Punishment and, um, juice. My wife, um, who's a physician. What? Uh, I'm drink. Yeah, I'm drinking this juice, and she's like, "Be careful, because uh, grapefruit juice can mess with your antidepressants." And I was thinking it about it. It's like, damn grapefruit. <laughs> It's not bad enough that you taste like you do. I already feel not great. Then you're going to get into my brain and fuck with my pills? Really? You have to taste a bit better than you do yeah. if you're going to fuck with my brain shit. Yeah. Like, grapefruit, grapefruit's the one that can also mess with birth control, right? It, but, whatever. It, it, nature is sending us all the signals that this is not for you. Stop it. Don't do it. I think if like Sour Patch Kids destroyed the antidepressants in my, in my bloodstream, I would have to, there would be a reckoning there that I would have, it would take some real soul searching with. Grapefruit, easy pass. Easy. Easy. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I don't need this anymore. This is a, a good blend. I think if fried chicken canceled out my antidepressants, I think there would just be a day that i just call like Travis's sad day. Yeah. But I get to eat a bunch of fried chicken. And that would but no, but this is the thing, right? To, at least that, you'd be like, huh. It was pretty cool earlier when I was eating fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I can I think of the good times. Like, uh, this depressive episode right. lying on the floor staring at the ceiling wondering what it all means. All I can think is like, the back of my throat tastes like barf <laughs> from the terrible <laughs> juice that I had and nothing is good. It's all bad all the way down. They don't give you much to hang your hat on with the grapefruit. Nope. Except for the they, girth of it, the size of it, you could hang a hat on it. It's rare that there is a, a vegetable or a fruit, either one, well, yeah, fruit, where nature said, yeah, you can eat this, but might I suggest setting it on fire first? Perhaps if yeah. you set it on fire first, it would taste better. That's reserved for, like, meat. Yeah. That's reserved for, like, whole grains. Are you grains. saying grapefruit is better when you set it on fire? Fire? Yeah, you toast a grapefruit. You take a little blowtorch to it. You put a little salt on there. We never listen to nature, though. You look at a. You oh, look at a. That's so. Look, ooh, did you say that again? That sounded so yeah, dope. Yeah, 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 to yeah, nature. Yeah. The first time we saw a coconut, what's up? This thing is hard as fuck, and it's covered in hair. And we're like, ah, I think I'm gonna have me some. Yeah. <laughs> I will drink. I think this. I'm gonna get in there. Yeah, somebody oh, wow. grabbed one of those hard nuts, those hard hairy nuts off the ground. They're like, I'll drink this. And the person <laughs> with them was like, You'll. Yo, what? what? <laughs> I'm gonna drink <laughs> this so good. Yeah, no, no, no. Whatever's in it, I'm gonna do it, and then I'm gonna pretend like it's good for me and sell uh-huh. it in little cardboard bottles. I've, I've, yeah, I've tried to drink every nut on this fucking island, yeah. and it hasn't landed yet. But I am gonna drink this one, guys. This huge that hairy per- one is gonna be the one I drink. That person was having a wild day. They walked up to like a banana, and they're like, "I'll sing to this," and did it at nothing. And nothing. Yeah, that wasn't it. I'll drink this nut. I'm gonna argue with this potato. Nope, <laughs> not that either. No, no, no. So this is an advice show. Yeah, advice. Stay away from fruit. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, um. So, so thank, but but thank you for joining us. Thank you for your support in the Maximum Fun Drive. Uh, I'm I'm sure I went swimming. Like we really do um, appreciate you. I feel bad anytime we even goof about not being grateful. We're yeah, we're so deeply we're grateful. So grateful. We've done this so many times, and y'all have been so supportive of us. And um. Just, just, but thank you, thank you all. And here's to another year of us, uh, d- just doing a, that good stuff that you crave, like 12 minutes about how gross grapefruits are. It's not about, gro- 
It's not that. Okay. I feel They're like also vindictive. It. I think that's what Justin's saying. Is yeah. the grapefruit is both gross and punishing us for eating it. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like, and don't, hey, guys, I listen, I'm going to cut you off right here. Delete the tweet. Taste is subjective. I'm so glad you like grapefruit. That's wonderful. I'm happy to hear it. Good for you. Please don't tweet at me about how grapefruit is good. I don't need it. You can tweet at Griffin. He doesn't check Twitter. Yeah, I don't yeah, get fucked. Tell it. me all your fruit thoughts. <laughs> Tell me all your thoughts on fruit. A coworker of mine recently expressed interest in trying sourdough recipes, so I said I would bring her some of my extra starter to use. I put some starter in a really cute jarter and let Matt. her know that I put it in the break room fridge for her. She seemed really excited, and she said she would take it home with her that day. But here's the thing. It's been a week, and the jar of starter is still in the fridge. And here's the other thing. It's a really, really cute jar. Mm-hmm. The kind that is the perfect travel size for salad dressings oh! and other condiments. I know the one. I know you the one. this jar back. Do I awkwardly nudge my coworker to use my starter so I so lovingly prepared? Or at what point can I take my sourdough and more importantly, my jar back home that's from Sour in Southern California? We made a, a sourdough starter in some home at class in like high school, I think maybe, and they made us do that shit in a Ziploc bag like we were making, what? like we were making prison sourdough. That's not, this is an adorable jar and the fact that it is not being utilized like this is a fucking crime. No, and I'm, okay. sourdough? I'm, I'm angry. Sourdough? That's a living thing right there. A lot of yeast. Yes. And you What's brought- it with sourdough starters, Trav? What's that for? What? What's the deal with the sourdough So the sourdough starter? starter is what cultivates wild yeast. So you can use that in your bread in place of like dried yeast. Mm. Um, and because it is cultivated in such a way that it, it then will give the bread the flavor, the sour flavor that we associate with sourdough. Mm. And so each uh, starter is different um, because, you know, it, it grows and changes over time as the yeast uh, consumes the food and you keep feeding it and you take care of it like a pet. Right, right. And this would be like yeah. if someone asked me to cut my dog in half so they could share some of my dog. Yeah. And I did that and I brought half a dog into work and then they just left that half a dog there and didn't take it home to feed it. And you put your dog half in a really cute, you know, box. Such a cute jar. Um... Is it I wonder po- if this person always planned to get the jar back. A hundred percent. Or if this is a recent slight that has prompted the thought of like, maybe they don't deserve the jar. Ooh, this is good. Yeah, I. you know, a good fix for this is just come, come Friday, five o'clock, everybody's punching out and the jar's still there. I think you go grab that jar, you unscrew the lid, pop it off, go up to your coworker, take out their extended hands and just dump the yep. gooey mess right into their open palms. And then you take the jar and say, that you now we both got what we need. What if what if 2021, maybe part of Big Dog Run? Mm. Uh, now what's no, that? Big Dog Run? Yeah. That's our year. That's our year, Griffin. Perhaps the, the uh, part of Big Dog Run, right, is when you have this impulse like, I did this thing, and they didn't do it. Like, like you're having now, right? I brought it in. It sat there for a week. They didn't take it. You just take it home. Right? Mm. You don't get okay. it. Yeah. They're not going to ask about it. Hey, where was right. that sourdough starter that you put in the cute jar? Now let's sit there and die. Die on the vine for one whole entire week. It's taking up space in your mind. It's got like, it's taking up a whole corner of your brain right now that it does not need to be taking up. Declutter yeah. your brain. Just do the damn thing and take your fucking cute jar back, my friend. 
Yes. You have my full permission to do that. You have done nothing wrong except it, to care too much. You care way too much. Is it possible that they don't know what a sourdough starter is? And so you well, say, and you say, I left you sourdough starter in the fridge. And they said, awesome. And they raced to the fridge and they threw it open and they saw a few things in there. They saw, well, that yellow curvy friend is a banana. I know him. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a sandwich, which is bread adjacent, but that yeah. seems like a bread finisher. And not a starter. We have what I'm, I believe may be a cup of miso soup. And there is a half drink in Diet Coca-Cola. There's a jar with some sort of blob in it that doesn't look particularly appetizing. So that can't possibly be it. And a, ba- and a cold baby Ruth. Who freezes their baby Ruth? They see all this stuff. They don't know. They don't want to walk out with, with the, the half can of Diet Coke and be like, is this sourdough starter? And seem like a real dipshit. <laughs> And be the office Wait, Griffin, dipshit all of a sudden. You can't leave me hanging, Griffin. Who did freeze their baby Ruth? Oh, it was Mike. Nice. Oh, Mike. Mike. Oh, classic Mike. Ever since he got pr- promoted to night manager, he thinks he can freeze whatever he wants. Yeah. I think the weirdest part, it's half a baby Ruth. So yeah. it's like, did he freeze it at some point and then eat well, half no, and then put it back in the freezer? Sorry, no. He boils hot the other half and he squishes them mm. together back to Good make tea. one normal baby Ruth. Normal and that's how he feels. Yeah, do you guys want a, a um? Do you guys want a um a Quora? Ooh, sorry. What do you guys want a Yahoo? But it's not from Yahoo. It's from the website Quora. I thought for a second you were about to ask if we wanted a Quibi. Do you guys want? I would a, actually. I'd, a Quibi would go yeah. down so fucking smooth right now. But no, I'm gonna ask about. Do you want to? I'm I I'm out here on the edge. I'm just a man on the edge out in the rain. Asking his two brothers if they want a, a core. You have been, okay. I know. I take to people inside. You know what I'm going to say. You've been in fucking Skunk Works R&D <laughs> behind the scenes for weeks now. Yeah. You've had months to prepare. Yeah. And you'd be like, I'm still looking for the next big thing. And what you come to us with is off-brand yacht. <laughs> and, and you didn't even rebrand your question. Like, do you want a Cora? Does it? That's not right. You know that doesn't sound right. It's a, like, do you want a Dr. Pop? <laughs> Start up. Do you guys want a Sam's Club Yahoo? <laughs> want some of this mountain lightning? Here's oh the God. thing about here's the thing about Cora. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you because this 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 is in many ways better than the Avatar. Yeah, this uh, this has opened my eyes. This one particular Cora that was uh, sent into us. Hold on, I will get this this information of who sent this into us. I'm just gonna <laughs> type in our Gmail bar Cora Urinal, and that's from Nikki sent this in. Thank you, Nikki, for this flagship. Um, Quora. Thing about Quora that I didn't realize is that they called the Yahoo Answers website Yahoo Answers, but very rarely were answers provided on Yahoo mm-hmm. Answers. The question was the star of the show, right? Here is a Quora, I guess, is what they call I don't know if they call them Quoras or not. This is the question that was posted on Quora. When you spit in the urinal and there's a string of saliva, do the bacteria have time to go inside your mouth? So you read that, and if that was Yahoo Answers, the very next one would be, first of all, a wild 12-paragraph screed about how electricity has the devil in it. And that yeah. the only way to save yourself is to pray to some saint or whatever, right? Then the next one would be like, shut up, idiot. That's not how Cora does it. How Cora does it is that they have um, 
Anoop Sinha, who taught microbiology to medical undergrads for over 10 years. Uh, that's what his profile says. Uh, and he provides an extensive answer. And to me, that is the joy of Quora. And I'd love to read some of it if I can. Yes, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. To remind you, the question is when you spit in the urinal and there's a string of saliva, do the bacteria have time to go in your mouth? Anoop Sinha says, Vibrio is one of the fastest bacteria around, if not the fastest. If you live, if you see live Vibrio under a microscope, they seem to vip around, zip around like Barry Allen navigating through Central City. And then there's a badass picture of the Flash. So already we got micro uh, multimedia on this website. We've got all kinds of great stuff. And how fast does this bacteria move? 75 micrometers per second. Uh, Ooh, is it, uh, that fast or slow? That's pretty fast. Uh, and the, the McGraw-Hill Encyclopedia of Science and Technology cites it at 200 micrometers per second. That's pretty fast, yeah? And then it's yeah. an organism that's barely two micrometers in length. That's incredible speed. That'd be like if we ran 75 to 200 meters per second or 447 miles an hour. That's a fast little germ, huh? Yeah, so Griffin, uh, I have to ask, where's the funny part? Well, how quickly can this organism traverse through a string of saliva bridging your mouth and the urinal? Well, let's assume the length of the salivary bridge is 50 centimeters. That seems like a reasonable estimate considering the average heart height of the adult male and placement of the average urinal. I'm not being sexist here. I just think it is logical to assume that urinals are mostly used by people who pee standing up. And then there's a picture of a bridge... Okay, 50 centimeters is 500,000 micrometers. That's a long bridge. And so to, to go 500,000 micrometers moving at 200 micrometers a second, that would take 2,500 seconds. So if you stood still with uh -huh. your spit dangling out of your mouth okay. into the yeah. urinal. Okay. I like hearing all of these words so far. For 42 uninterrupted minutes, that little nasty germ could maybe make it up there. And you're, but you would have to maintain the salivary bridge for 42 minutes. And the no, bacteria would have to move at top speed. And I don't know how long I Vibrio can keep it happening. up. I, the, problem I, the problem I have with this is like, even if you did it, if I'm a bacteria and I see someone spit in the toilet, I want to be like, like, you see a young buck who's like, I'm going for it. And every other bacteria is like, I've seen so many dudes fucking try. <laughs> You're never there's trusting. There's no way they're gonna. There's they no will not way. maintain that salivary bridge. No chance, bud. I mean, by the time you get to five minutes, which is definitely a world record, <laughs> I think that is the first moment where the bacteria would be like, you know what? <laughs> I think we might want to fucking go for this, guys. This may be the one we've always wanted to try this stuff. But maybe this but is by then it's too late, Justin. They'd have to go right away, right? It would have to be a soon as it like boom there Bang, they go off to the, yeah off off to the races yeah the bacteria would have to be sort of poised on the edge of the urinal waiting for your pit your your not your piss your spit hey if i see you standing over a urinal with a dangly dangle of spit hanging out of your mouth for almost let's round it up to an hour let's round it up let's say an episode of television sans commercials um i'm gonna say something to somebody i'll find a teacher or an adult and i will get them to I don't know, put you in trouble somehow because you shouldn't be, you definitely shouldn't be doing that. Or, or because at that point, I think I might be impressed by the focus because I think you would see this that you'd walk in, uh, hey, uh, and then there would be an amount of time that you would definitely be frozen in place watching this happen, mm -hmm. right? What, where you think like, I need to go tell some, uh, what is happening? I need to right. do something. And I think in that time, the curiosity would overtake you and you keep thinking, well, I do want to go get someone, 
but I also want to see how long they can dangle this big loogie of spit into the yeah. urinal. Now, this is getting a little gross, so I just want to say that there are also bad answers on here. Like somebody saying, oh, good. Uh, what bacteria? Under normal conditions, human urine is sterile. In a pinch, you can even use it to clean a wound. So they're saying, like, there's no germs in a toilet, in which case, stop, fucking stop it. Of course there is. I'm so sick of people saying that, you can pee on a jellyfish sting, so you may as well drink toilet water. Stop it. That's not what that means even a little bit at all. Somebody did question the the um, Dr. Anoop Sinha's uh, uh, answer here, and they did say, wouldn't the bacteria have a shorter route going up your penis? And then Chris Wilson, who has nothing to do anybody comes in and he's like it would have to overcome the speed of the stream and urine streams are not continuous if you were to watch it in slow motion it's broken up into drops it would be like trying to run up a treadmill going the same speed as a fighter jet not nearly as scientific i could do that you could do that first of all you would have to keep this p stream going for 42 minutes yeah no i could do that (laughs) i could do that i've been practicing i only pee uh once every four days yeah Oh, it's wicked uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it's how I do it. And I've been able to perfect it. It just comes out in one set steady. There's no arc to it. Yeah. It's like a lightsaber. Pretty wild. um, Steady for 42 minutes. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. It doesn't save a lot of time. I've been keeping track of how much time I save. I haven't figured out how to utilize it at all either. I don't know why I've been doing this. My doctor's really worried. I'm just saying that's what Cora does. That's how Cora. So does that's it. Cora, and it's a little. They have that. They have what we like to call a joke killer right at the beginning, where some fucking Poindexter hops up all on your biz and is like, "Actually, I have a good answer." To but this. what's great is then you Wait, get a bunch that of. That sounded exactly like Doofenshmirtz, Justin. Yeah, that Thanks. was wild. I didn't know I had a Doofenshmirtz in me. It's, but here it is. What I love though is that then you get a bunch of hop-ons from people who get on the answer and they're like, mm, "That's a really smart." Here's what I think: Wouldn't you suck some of the spittle back up into your mouth? And it's like. Stop it. The good doctor heard, already answered this one. You don't have to try and put some extra doctor juice on it. Yeah, also, but at that point, Griffin, of course, sounds a lot like Twitter. Uh, how about a question? Well, yes. like that? Okay. My girlfriend recently tagged along while I went grocery shopping. When we passed by the cheese aisle, she stopped surprised and said, hold on a sec. You're not going to buy yourself any cheese? I didn't really think of anything of it until my sister came to visit the next day and opened my fridge to get a drink. She laughed to herself and said, oh, I see you have a few cheese blocks in here. I know how much you love your cheese. The thing is, I do love cheese, but I don't think I like it any more than the average person. And I have no idea what I did to earn this reputation. Brothers, how do I shake this and assert myself as an average cheese-loving Joe? That's from Elizabeth in Maryland. Elizabeth, let's first take one stop. Let's step back a little bit, Elizabeth. I want to talk about your sister (laughs) for a sec. (laughs) Your sister opened the fridge and said out loud, and I hope to God you are quoting them like exactly or else it's libel. Oh, I see you have a few cheese blocks in here. I know how much you love your cheese. That's a really? wild observation, Elizabeth's sister. It's a wild Well, ob- Justin, I, d- I would imagine that that was not quite the delivery. I would think it would make a... L- I probably sounded a bit more human, but I, for sure, but like... I think it would go like this. Oh! Is <laughs> that like a little something? Like, like this. Like this. Oh! I see you have a few cheese blocks in here. I know how much you love your cheese. 
Yeah, that didn't sound more natural, Trav. I don't know no, what no, you no, thought no, you I did differently from what Justin did, but it was nearly identical to my ears. Here's the thing. I'm starting to suspect, just hearing Justin say it out loud and then me say it out loud in a better way, that perhaps your girlfriend and your sister have mm-hmm. have been in contact with one another like, hey, do we want to do a thing with cheese? Because I also don't know how I feel about your girlfriend saying, hold on a sec, you're not going to buy yourself any cheese? Like, yeah. it, like it's a special occasion that one might do on their birthday. You're not going to yeah. have cake? No the only chances. the only reason that somebody should be allowed to say that to you at a grocery store with a like shock in their voice should be if your name is Dr. Cheese and you sell cheese on the internet uh, that you buy at the grocery store and it's a weird business that doesn't make any sense, but you're not getting cheese. I feel like <laughs> if you have blocks of cheese in your fridge, you like cheese more than the Avo Ridge Bear. Okay. That's I, a, what are you basing what are you basing that on though? That a normal a normal person doesn't have just blocks of blocks of cheese in their I do. In their, yeah, I do. You have blocks of che- what do you do with them? I slice them off and I fucking eat them. Yeah, different cheese for different moods, you know. Justin, I you don't like raw cheese. No, 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 no. Justin, you don't like raw cheese. My wife can get nasty all she wants. I don't hold her back. Okay. She's a strong, beautiful, bisexual woman. I let her live her own life. And if that includes eating cheese, okay. then fucking I, God bless. Unmelted, yeah. Justin? It doesn't hurt. Do you have to leave the room? or? Yeah, I excuse myself to our <laughs> second home. <laughs> Your cheese. I excuse myself to our rear home, yeah. where there is a dairy, which is a cheese freezer. Right. Yeah. Uh, your panic room. If you will. <laughs> yeah, that's another way of, that's a sort of less extravagant way of putting it. But yes, my cheese free panic room. <laughs> Sometimes she, you know what? On my birthday, she goes to the panic room to eat the cheese. Wow. That's not, I appreciate that. She lets me have free reign. Yeah. She, you see her reach in the fridge and pull out a big block of Gouda, and you're like, any chance you're about to melt those on some nachos? Nope. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Goodbye. Uh, let's uh, let's take a quick uh, break. Wait, yeah, th- have we answered this to, to its fullest extent of the law? No, I don't think there's an answer for it. I think we just say sorry that you were put in that position. Just sorry, you know, it's nice to have a, a fucking, you know, cool There are worse things right? you could be associated yeah, worse with. Stuff. There's worse stuff. And if people know you love cheese, it makes Christmas a lot easier. Yeah, nothing like getting some boxes of room temperature cheddar. And I'm really sorry, by the way, if your friends and family are all huge Mabim Bam heads and they're going to start calling you Dr. Cheese. Yeah, that one's just too catchy. Uh, Our first sponsor this week. Yeah, that's right. Sponsors are back, baby. In a big way. In a big way. Um, And the first one is Bombas, which I, this is so wild. I'm wearing Bombas right now. Get out. Yep. Get out. I'm working out. When I'm working out, uh, I, I slip on my bombas. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have a different pair just for working out. They're the bad, the bad pair. <laughs> I don't like to uh, wear those in public because I do some profane things in them vis-a-vis sweat. But they always are so comfortable. They're stitched with this uh, moisture wicking yarn, mm-hmm. and they got vents that let the cool air in and prevent overheating. And there's a little pillow-like tab to save you from blisters. They, they have stay up technology. This is what it says here. Stay up technology. I know what they mean, though. It's like a nice, perfect, snug fit without being, like, restricted. Yeah, dude. You're fucking just, like, 
live in these socks. It's fantastic. There's like a, a bit of cushiony comfort on the bottom. Oh, I wear them whenever I'm doing all my charity walkathons that I do at least three yeah. a day. Yeah, jump rope for heart. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. Travis is in his bombas. Wear yeah. my bombas because otherwise my feet, they'll get all blistery and uncomfortable and all those things, but I wear my bombas and it lets me do more uh, charitable power walking. Sometimes uh, it's a triathlon and I'll do the power walking into a crab crawl and finish up uh, with some skipping. Don't get me wrong, though. I'll wear these guys in business. Absolutely. Really? Yeah, you know what for I mean? sure. They go day to evening, for sure. What Bombas about has evening all kinds of different styles. Yeah, I haven't experienced that for a very long time, but I do know that evening can become day. Yeah. Uh, and I the socks are perfect for that, too. Go to bombas.com slash my brother today, and you'll get 20% off your first order. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash my brother for 20% off. Bombas.com slash my brother. You know, here we are, post-max fun drive, and I've been thinking about what to do with the sport, and I'm thinking I'm gonna hire myself a bodyguard. Okay. I've seen them in movies. They seem really cool, and they seem like, you know, it's nice to have the protection, but also you could become friends with them, like in First Kid. But the question is, Griffin that's and the, Justin- That's the dream. That's the dream. How would I even go about hiring someone for something like that? I don't uh, know. Yeah, I don't know. I did the last ad. I think I you go to bodyguard, the bodyguard store, you know, that can't possibly be a business thing. Well, you know, I could try ZipRecruiter. Oh, okay. Yeah, because ZipRecruiter knows that the general experience of looking for a job is pretty sucky. And that's why they figured out how to make it unsucky. Okay. So if you're a bodyguard and you're looking for a job, good news. I'm looking for a bodyguard. Yeah. So when you sign up on ZipRecruiter.com, you can create a free profile and get matched to great jobs. Plus, ZipRecruiter will proactively pitch your profile to employees and employers whose jobs match your experience. Unlike with other job sites, if an actual person from the company really likes what they see, yeah. they can personally invite you to apply for their job. And if you like the job, you can apply for it with just one click. It's just that easy. So sign up for free on ZipRecruiter.com today and put ZipRecruiter to work for you. One time I got on Craigslist and I found a drill bit Taylor on there, but it ended up being a novelty erotic dancer who just oh, based I mean. on drill bit Taylor. Oh. Sexy how, as fuck. How were they? Yeah, it's really good. good. <laughs> we have wasted this world. Our magic put a storm in the sky that has rendered the surface of our planet uninhabitable. But beneath the surface, well, that's another story entirely. In a city built leagues below the apocalypse, survivors of the storm forge paths through a strange new world. Some seek salvation for their homeland above. Others seek to chart the vast undersea expanse outside the city's walls. And others still seek, what else? Fortune and glory. Dive into the Ether Sea, the latest campaign from the Adventure Zone, every other Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. Da, la, la. It's almost getting, I feel like it's getting too predictable at this point. Uh, do you I mean, mean in that you've done it every episode for the last 50 some? I need to sunset this bit. Well, you no, can't say, you actually no, can't we say that. We, cut we that. made promises. Da, bum, bum, bum. Da, la, 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 la,
ba 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 I want to munch. Squad. Ba 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 ba. You could start doing it at different times in the podcast instead of right after. I need this though because it helps me cut. You know what I mean? This yeah. is like a I it puts me on its back and it helps me carry me through. What do you want from me, pilot? I just this isn't funny. I just oh, wanted good. to let you know how desperate thing, things have gotten in this in the chicken sandwich wars. I just <gasps> wanted to update everybody. Pilot Flying J is getting into the fucking the mix. gas station chain. The gas station chain for truckers Flying J is getting into wow. it. We're entering the chicken sandwich game, gearing up for increased summer travel by introducing several new innovative food options. They're going to surprise and delight our guests, says a person that works at Flying J. Our awesome menu, including our newest southern and spicy chicken sandwiches, make pilot Flying J the ultimate stop to fill up a great food. Here's the reason you go to eat at a Flying J. Because you get off at uh, an exit and the Wendy's says 0.5 miles and you're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> that's too far. I'll probably get lost. I'm going to fly Jay. You're not lured in by a menu item. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Um, Pepsi has created Pep's Place. Wait. A fast beverage. Say that one no. more. Say it again. Say it again slower. Pepsi, Pepsi yes. creates yes. Pep's Place. <laughs> Pepsi creates Pep's Place. Just keep hey, stop. Fast. Stop. I need you to keep saying those three words over and over to me again until I fall asleep. Can you say them gently, like ASMR, and then I'll get a quick little bit of sleep. Pepsi creates Pepsi creates Pep's place. Pep's Pep's place. Pepsi creates Pep's place. P E P apostrophe S place. P E P apostrophe Eps place. Pep's. Do you guys? Do you guys? Do you guys know? Do you guys know the original name of Pepsi? I I just think it's fun. We talked about it on Sawbones once. The original name of Pepsi is Brad's oh, Drink. Yeah. <laughs> but I bet they're kicking themselves now because Brad's Place is a better name. Yeah, eighteen ninety. Yeah, if it was called Brad's Drink, still. God, it's so funny. Brad's Drink. Hey, who made now this? I'm renaming it to Pepsi. <laughs> Me, I made it. My name's Brad. <laughs> it's my drink. Okay, so Pep, 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 Pepsi creates Pep's Place, a fast beverage restaurant. <laughs> I think you said bad. This is I think so, you said this one is bad fridge, which is also strong. <laughs> this one is like among the more Orwellian <laughs> that we have <laughs> encountered in something. this segment. Few things are more agreed upon than our collective unapologetic love of food. Cheesy, juicy, or <laughs> saucy. Here's different ways food could be. Take from us, Pepsi. <laughs> Trust us, we know about foods. So it's, uh, it's um our so many of our favorite eats are enhanced with pair with an ice cold Pepsi Cola. To reinforce this, the Pepsi brand is upending what we expect in the food delivery Shit. world with today's launch of Pep's Place, where the cola comes first. Oh. This inventive fast beverage restaurant turns the traditional ordering process on its head. Okay. Consumers are invited to first pick their Pepsi beverage of choice. Do they have Coke products? I assume they don't. 
they do. Okay. Which then prompts curated food items based on that beverage. Oh, hit the fuck out. To enhance the overall meal experience, Pep's Place opens today in select locations around the country for delivery only through pepsplacerestaurant.com and major food aggregators like uh, well, none of them paid to be mentioned on this episode, so I won't. So what you're saying is the process is I would get on pepsplace.com and pick Pepsi, I guess, Pepsi, and it would be like, based on the fact that you ordered a Pepsi, here's some food. Hey, there's no reason for you to get ahead of me, bud. I'll walk you through the entire oh, process. Thank you. Come with thank me. You. Here, get, let me hit you with my shrink gram, put you in my pocket. We're going to Pep's Place. <laughs> You're looking for the bold cola profile and lemony citrus notes of Pepsi Zero Sugar? Well, that pairs gracefully with our crisp and tangy Caesar, chicken Caesar salad. Craving a tropical splash of Pepsi Mango? The fruity and floral notes complement the perfect blend of mild chilies found in our buffalo wing sauce. Here's how you order. First, step one, you select from a bevy of Pepsi beverages, and then it lists... I shit you not, nine of them. Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Pepsi Zero Sugar, Pepsi Real Sugar, Pepsi Wild Cherry, Pepsi Zero Sugar, Wild Cherry, Pepsi Mango, and Pepsi, Pepsi mango Zero flavor, Sugar Mango. Sugar pe- flavor, Diet Pepsi, Pepsi, <laughs> Pepsi Mango, Cherry there's, Mango, there's, Mango uh, Soda, Pepsi Soda. There's Piet Dempsey. There's Piet Dempsey, <laughs> Sweet Sweet Cold Pepsi, and Pepsi Patrick Cold. Patrick Dempsey. There's Dempsey's and Peepsies and Puppies and Chocolate, chocolate cher- uh, Cherry Mango Mango Sugar Zero. Choose from, and then you'll choose from a menu curated from with mouthwatering food pairings from your cola choice. And then it lists food: cheeseburgers, buffalo wings, Cajun chicken sandwiches. You get the idea. Chicken sandwich wars raging on even at Pep 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 Pep's place. Then you fill out the meal with delectable sides, including mac and cheese, broccoli, and Lay's chips. Huh. All right. Here's here's. My favorite line in the whole press release. <laughs> Pep's place will be open every day for the next 30 days. <laughs> what an insane, what an insane way of describing your restaurant's availability. When's your restaurant open every, every day. day for the next 30 days? This is can I? I rarely do this because I want. I always want it to be a special surprise. But I did load up the menu, and I. I do. I am confused about if I. Do you have access to Pep's Place in Austin? No, there's one in El Paso, which I'm pretty sure the Pepsi would have gone quite flat by the time it reached my house from El Paso. But like, you can get any. It doesn't suggest a food item. They have six items, and then they have nine pepsis and no matter which pepsi you choose you can get one of the six i want it to be restrictive like i want it to be like i would like the pepsi mango zero sugar uh with the louisiana style chicken sandwich and have the website be like no because those two don't go together you can't have that i mean i know it seems like a small complaint but like it is the entire point of the entire fucking thing it's the like if that doesn't right um the now, this press release didn't tell me about this, but I started thinking about it. And, like, there is no way that Pepsi is springing up, um, like, restaurants, no. right? Pe- I mean, no, because think they're about, Pepsi. Right. 
So I, because you've you've seen this uh, phenomenon on like uh, uh, all the the different food delivery apps. Right. I don't know if you guys have seen these. All of a sudden, a restaurant opens up, and you're like, "Well, I've never heard of of this right. place." And it's like, "Well, that's because it's just yeah. chilies." Oh yeah, it's, it's just chilies pretending like a to ghost be restaurant. Yeah, ghost restaurant. Right. We we've discussed this this subject. So I was like, "This can't this can't be just like McDonald's. So have you guys heard of a chain called Famous Dave's? The yeah, fuck? yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, did you say Famous Dave's or did you say Pep's Place? My internet the, broke the, up. And I, it's the distinction is basically is is I, what I'm saying is it is a um. There is no distinction. Pep's, Pep's place, place is a Pep's flat place, circle. Pep's Place is a different way to order from Famous Dave's, awesome. which would have been a better headline so for the great. <laughs> but Famous Dave's has a way bigger menu than Pep's Place. This is well, yeah, but Pep's Place is a smaller restaurant that is in the corner of Famous Dave's. <laughs> is what we're <laughs> the, supposed to imagine. They don't mention, by the way, in the press release. They do not say this is the food from Famous yeah. Dave's. That's how fa- that's how Famous Dave is. They won't even give him a shout yeah. out. No, no, no. It's from Pep's Place, a real restaurant. You hey, can tell find. me what you think of this idea, boys. Business idea, because you guys love this shit. You watch Shark Tank and all that shit. I'll go buy an aquarium. And I'm going to fill it with country time lemonade powder. And then I'm going to put a hose in there and make that good yellow drink. And then I'm going to throw that in the trunk of my car, which I will then crash into the foyer of a Burger King and then open the trunk and hang a sign out that says Griffin's Place. And then you can come there and get this lemonade forward experience at Griffin's Place. Catered by the Burger King that I crashed my car into. Okay, here's my question. I'm looking at two different menus. Pest Place okay. is offering a brownie dessert. If I <laughs> is that what well, it listed as? Pest Place doesn't have that. It is very clearly a, a brownie dessert. They are under desserts. There's one option, and it looks like a brownie with some whipped cream on top of it. If I order from that Pest Place and I call them and I say I would like the apple co- the apple crisp, and they're like, "That's not on the if menu." If you call Famous Dave's and say, "Hi, I'm calling for Pep's Place," yeah. they will think you are an absolute maniac. There is no way they will know about this. Promotion. I'm just saying, if Pep's Place is at Famous Dave's and Famous Dave's <laughs> has peach cobbler and apple crisp and a Dave's award-winning bread pudding, I'm looking at the menu now in El Paso. I should be able to get those things from Pep's Place. Why is Pep's Place <laughs> limiting the things I can order when I know they have you, access? Because if you eat peach cobbler with Pep's, you'll fucking you'll die. Dwarf, you'll dude. fucking die. Dude, I wish so I said that on the Pet Place menu. Like, th- we know that this isn't the only food on earth, but it is the only food you can eat safely with Pepsi. We're going to restrict. You're not ready for the entire Famous Dave's menu. You can't handle it. The pro- a lot of um, people talk about Diet Coke and Mentos and makes a big explosion. Not a lot of people talk about uh, Pepsi does that with most foods. For years, we've known that Pepsi is the perfect complement to a variety of foods. But even though consumers know that food tastes better with Pepsi, that's how I talk when I'm saying all caps, better with Pepsi, they often still forget to order a beverage with their favorite meals, says Todd Kaplan, vice president of marketing of Pepsi, inventing an absolute fucking fabrication (laughs) that doesn't happen for the the convenience of his absolute uh, unhinged ghost restaurant. With the launch of Pep's Place, we've designed a new fast beverage restaurant delivery concept that features a menu and experience literally built around the idea 
of what foods go best with Pepsi, allowing consumers at home to fully optimize their meals. We are confident that by doing this, everyone will agree and taste firsthand how well Pepsi goes with their favorite foods. Cool. Uh, so that's the news um, for for this week. Cool. Um, we can blast back to the past with a final Yahoo. Yeah, let's take a trip back. I need a name for this segment also. I'm so- Couldn't even be troubled to come up with a name yeah, for this well, segment, Griff. Okay. Wow. Well, oh. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, you know what? Never mind. Well, you know, we do have more show, so you do have to say something. So this final Yahoo is from episode five. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a very old one. And the archive.org of Yahoo has been really fucking up today, which is a shame. I think the Wayback Machine is not putting a lot of their juice behind keeping the Yahoo Answers service in its uh, in its heart. Okay, no, but Matt, Matt asked this and asked back in episode five so many years ago, can you take parakeets in the shower with you? Hey, I'm thinking of getting a parakeet, and I was wondering if it's possible to take them in the shower with you by using some kind of special perch. Thanks. See, you don't get those extra details in the final Yahoo. Because I just get, yeah, I, this I, I get in cut. there with the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I get you with the good joke. Here's, whoa. Um, we don't know much about birds or bird uh, biology. You don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, I don't either. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, there's water birds. I've seen penguins swim and uh, flamingos stand in the water. I don't know if they like to actually get down in it. Ducks are another bird. It rains outside, like, right? It rains outside, and that's where birds usually do. Except for parakeets aren't really outside. They live in it, the junk. Wait. I mean, they were originally outside. For were sure. they, Justin? We, you have no way of proving um, that. Because here's the thing. Think about Justin. Think about this, because this is what just happened to me, right? I thought, well, parakeets must originally come from the jungle. They're a brightly covered, bro- colored bird. Right. But, like, I can picture a parrot in the jungle. Right. But when I try to picture, like, a parakeet in the wilds, my brain won't do it. And I, and also, not to keep poking holes in this thing, but I'm trying to imagine a wet parrot, and I just can't get there, guys. I bet it looks weird. Oh, yeah, I bet it, it's not a happy camper for sure. I just assume most birds, if they get the least bit wet, they die instantly because they can't fly anymore because of the extra weight. Um, I think for this new um, for this new segment, what I love is the idea of actually trying to get some answers here. So I'm going to take you guys inside with uh, the nest uh, and the, their article, How to Bathe Parakeets. Okay. Awesome. Now, step one is... Spritz your parakeet gently with lukewarm water from a spray. Well, that's bottle. how I shower. So these stars have aligned quite perfectly Wait, so far. Wh- why isn't step one prepare your parakeet mentally for what's about to or happen? Get, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just absolutely not. <laughs> just, just eat a bunch of water onto your parakeet <laughs> out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> well, I mean, step just, one should be buy or hatch a parakeet. Yeah, right. I can't yes. wander into this article fucking parakeetless and just lost from the jump. If it if it likes it, um, how do and how she enjoys this, she will hold her wings away from her body and ruffle her feathers. She may may also make a budgy play face at you by gaping her beak and trying to drink the water. Use that word except for very specific. I'm pretty sure we can't do that now. What kind of spray bottle we're talking here? What's the max pressure? I want yeah, what right? kind of PSI are we dealing? Uh, with? No, you want to actually absolutely just blaze your parakeet. You want to blow it. <laughs> blow it off its perch. But here's the thing, right? If it if it likes it, you can go for you could jump to step three. And step three right here 
is the shower method <gasps> where it says, I shit you not, bring your parakeet into the bathtub or shower with awesome. you. Spray her gently with the handheld shower nozzle and lukewarm or mildly warm water. This option is for parakeets that love water and absolutely adore the spray bottle. It adds extra excitement for your pet and turns bath time into a social event with her favorite person. Hey, Justin, does it specify whether or not I can wear my swim trunks yeah, when I just take it in the shower? If it's out, will the parakeet see it and be threatened? I don't want by the parakeet to see me naked. Even worse, though, is if it does attack it and then I have to fight it off in a sort of panic response. Then you get, you get the questions that you die. What do I grow one of those? <laughs> like, I just do don't want to have to, Justin, I don't want to have to go to the doctor. And when the doctor's like, what happened to your penis? I don't want to be like, well, my parakeet panicked. And yeah. it attacked, right? So I'm thinking maybe like I could wear my swim trunks. Yeah. And I'm gonna I protect I wanna non- protect my nipples too, if I'm being honest. I was having a non sexual bath <laughs> with my parrot Keat. <laughs> parrot Keat. My pa- his name's his name's my parrot Keat Parrot Pete is his name. <laughs> yeah. My parakeet's name Parrot. Isn't there with my parrot right? my I'm- parakeet parrot Pete and my parrot parakeet. <laughs> And it was on the parapet and I got got the shower going and it went right for it. And gosh darn it, <laughs> I should have seen it coming. This is your third visit yeah. this week. Yep. Yeah, Doc, it's I got a lot of birds. Bad. Pretty bad down there. <laughs> a lot of birds, got even more showers. How's the, but how's the parakeet? Oh, dead. Yeah, no, he attacked my <laughs> wiener in the shower, and that's a private place, and... You understand it's it's all instinct. Yeah, it was all instinct. <laughs> it's all instinct. You're right, Doc. I didn't I mean, want to, but you had to. It was survival, it's, I understand. It's caveman shit, Doc. I mean, back our old hey, ancestors... Was it, was it between friends? It just... <laughs> Hey, that's so cool. Hey, everybody, don't we have the coolest veterinarian in town? And everybody's like, yeah! No questions <laughs> asked. This guy never narks. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many birds you kill. This guy's a fucking so cool. God, you're cool, man. <laughs> Thank I'm you. gonna go smoke some weed now. <laughs> hey, remind what? me, is, is parakeets the one that talks? Uh, no, I don't think so. Then <laughs> fucking fine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, he either tells me it's okay that I kill my birds or tries to buy them off of me at less than market rates. What a He's cool the bet you are. Guy. He's the coolest vet. He keeps saying, he says so much funny shit like, I'm not a vet and things like that. I hope he dates my mom. Oh my God. Yes, yeah. Justin? Do you guys want to something absolutely I wild? Would. This is unrelated before we close the show. As we are have been sitting here in the past seven minutes, I got a notification that Roku is going to be launching original programming fueled by Quibi. Quibi's <gasps> content. That's right. They're in the and we would demand Quibi, and Quibi's there for us. Um, some good stuff. Ron had a yeah, show. Yeah, we on need Quibi. to call Ron. Make sure Ron knows about uh, Ron. Good I'm news. Sure Glad Ron you're going to be on probably, Roku. Ron probably knows. Um, thank you so much for listening to our podcast, my brother, my brother, me. It's this one. Um, and thank you again. Uh, we we joked about it, but thank you so much for your support in the drive. Uh, it it means the world to us. Um, we got a lot of cool merch for you. If you head on over to McElroyMerch.com, our pin of the month is the Tub Pumpkin, uh, which uh, proceeds from that pin are going to the Equal Justice Initiative, which is committed to ending mass incarceration and excessive punishment in the United States, to challenging racial and economic injustice, and to protecting basic human rights from those vulnerable people in American society. That's at McElroyMerch.com. Um, you can pre-order that uh, right now. We also have a uh, Save the New Appalachian Workshop sticker, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Stupid Hammer Griffin on there. What a delight. And uh, some of that proceeds from that will go to Habitat for Humanity of the Tri-State. So you'll help build homes for people here in Huntington, West Virginia. Um, oh, cool. Hey, thanks to Montaigne for the use of our theme song, uh, My Life is Better With You. A uh, great track. Can't wait for that one to drop. And uh, so stoked for Eurovision. Can't wait to see. There's the new music video is out for uh, Montaigne's Eurovision song, Technicolor. Now on, I don't know, YouTube. And yeah, um, hey, uh, we just started a new season of the Adventure Zone. If uh, if that's something that you're interested in. It's called Ether Sea. It's an underwater adventure. And we're playing a, a world building game called The Quiet Year in a little uh, setup session that's happening right now. It's a lot of fun, and I think you'll like it a lot. There's probably, I think, two episodes out by the time you hear this, and more coming, so check that totally out, too. I don't have a final... Uh, this has been my no, brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad's... This has been... Oh, no, I dropped... So, oh, here's brother. one. This is a final... Oh, I, hold on. No, I just got it to load. I refreshed it enough don't, times. You're embarrassing No, yourself. I loaded it. So I refreshed sad. it enough times, and this one was sent him by down. And it is asked by Yahoo Answers user Jason, who asks, I dropped sp uh, spaghetti on my grandpa's butt, and he died. How do I do it? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> It's a real one, guys. I got it to work. <laughs> you can't believe you found that one. You just sitting That's on it. Lucky. <laughs> I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother. Me, kiss your dad, score on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. The 2021 pin sale has begun. Thank you so much to everyone who participated in the Max Fun Drive. This is the last year for a while that we'll be doing pins for Max Fun Drive, and the fifth year that we'll be selling pins and donating all proceeds to charity. The past year proved what we already knew, that having access to the internet at home is a necessity for work, school, healthcare, and keeping in touch with family and friends. So the proceeds from this year's pin sale will go towards Everyone On, a nonprofit working to bridge the digital divide. We're grateful that with your support, we'll be able to help low-income folks gain access to affordable computers, internet services, and digital literacy programs. The sale will run until May 28th. Folks at the $10 monthly level and above will have access to all of the pins from the drive. That's 38 pins, one from every show on the network. We also have a special 2021 Max Fun Drive pin that all members can purchase. Go to MaximumFun.org slash pin sale for more info. And to learn more about Everyone On and support them directly, you can go to EveryoneOn.org.